0: Welcome to the Accidental Safety Pro Podcast. I'm Jill James, the host of the podcast, and we are here for a special edition of the podcast at the National Safety Council Congress and Expo here on the floor. And I'm joined today with John Doney, with the Campbell Institute, director of the Institute, who has been gracious enough to agree to speak with us and tell your story.
1: Great, hello, Welcome. Uh, glad to be here. Welcome to the Congress and Expo. Thank you so
0: much, appreciate it. So. Uh, The podcast always starts with, how did you get into safety? What's your story? What's your winding path that got you here?
1: And ultimately led you to the director of the Campbell Institute. Yeah, it was a winding path. Yeah. Um, I used to describe myself as a recovering liberal arts student. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I, was, I I actually have degree a degree uh, in English and sociology. Okay. Uh, and you wouldn't think neither either of those had too much to do with safety, but the reality is they're both very good communication and statistical background mm-hmm. sorts mm-hmm. of skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, coming out of college, um, had you know the normal sorts of you know post college odd jobs that one mm-hmm. does. Um, but one of them that I landed in was, uh, at a paper manufacturer. Actually, paper. Advertising integrated firm. Okay. And I was front office there. I was doing marketing and copywriting and mm-hmm. things of that nature mm-hmm. that, that suited my skill set. Sure. Until one day we got an email that said, you know, hey, we've been having all these quality defects and mm-hmm. uh, we're spinning up a team that's going to look at doing an ISO 9001 implementation and we're going to do a quality management system. And you're like, what's that? Well, right. Yeah. I was like, what's that? <laughs> and I was also, I also thought, hey, you know, I'm new to this organization. This sounds like a good way to kind of get a leg up and maybe get, get myself known a bit. So mm-hmm. I raised my hand and said, sure, I. I'll do that. That uh-huh. sounds sounds fine. Being brave, right? right. Uh-huh. And uh, well, so we had a volunteer group that came together. Um, they were together for a couple weeks, and every week we'd start to meet and do some you know, do some initial planning. And the group got smaller and smaller and smaller as people realized how much work this was actually going to be. Work and sort of like right. the doldrums of all the details. Exactly. Yeah. So, but but I, it turned out I loved it. I love mm-hmm. systems thinking. I, I was really starting to get a flavor mm-hmm. for it. And it ended up being myself and you know the few people who stuck it out on that team with our mm-hmm. quality manager mm-hmm. um, really began the ISO 9001 implementation. Mm-hmm. And what we found out very quickly, as we went and, uh, you know solve the quality issues, was almost invariably every time there's a quality issue, mm-hmm. there's also a safety Safety issue, issue. right? Mm-hmm. So we'd have mm-hmm. issues with you know people getting up on ladders doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, and it would affect the quality of the print run, but it would also be a huge safety issue. Yeah. And so really began to kind of be the advocate for the safety thinking on that implementation team. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, right after that, found the the right was in the right place at the right time to find a position at the National Safety Council. So this is going back now about ten years. Wow. Okay. Um, and uh, we uh, we were looking; they were looking for someone at the time to grow what was called the Robert W. Campbell Award. and still mm. is called the Robert okay. W. Campbell Award. Okay. Um, and so it's an award program for systems thinking in EHS. So really Simple. recognizing organizations that um, have integrated management systems and blend them well into their operating mm-hmm, structure. Mm-hmm. So we'd started that award back in 2004. Mm -hmm. I came into that process around 2007 Mm -hmm. with kind of a a goal of growing it, um, you know, maturing the process, um, learning more about safety, certainly through that journey. Yeah. Um, And so... um, about three years after that, um, we kind of began to, to um, have a run up into what's now called the Institute. Okay. Uh, as we got, gathered more and more organizations who were winners of the award, as well as highly mature thinkers and, mm-hmm. and thought leaders in the mm-hmm. space, could kind of kind of magnetized and came to us. Yeah. Uh, they said, "We need to build a bigger platform. We need a way to benchmark and network and share information and, and yeah. push it out." Um, so that was really the genesis of the Institute and how that all came to be around 2012 or so. Okay. Um, and really have just grown with the organization yeah. from there and yeah. uh, spent a little bit of is our director of EHS mm-hmm. at the council mm-hmm. um, dealing with our own internal EHS management system mm-hmm. and of course on there so got to do a little thread back into yeah. that as well yeah. so yeah. It's been an interesting journey, yeah. uh, a lot of stops along the way, but interesting. Uh, yeah, fell into it backwards as most people seem to do. Of course, of so, course. Yeah. Sociologists, yeah. English. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. So the, the Campbell Institute is kind yeah. of a baby yet. It's still sort of in its infancy. It, yeah, in many ways. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's, we're about six years in, mm-hmm. um, and the um, the background to that probably goes back to maybe 2010, so maybe generously give us eight years. So yeah. we're still in grade school. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we've we matured quite a bit even since then, though. We started with about 18 uh, charter members of the of the Institute, mm-hmm. and to put that in Scale. you know that's against 15,000 members of the national safety council yes we're 18 who are part of this institute at the right. outset we're now at 38 so we've we more than doubled in six years which has been really that's good fabulous growth. yeah so so the maturity comes with getting different industry perspectives in mm-hmm. the mix different thinkers in the mix mm-hmm. uh, and we're really cross industry we have about mm-hmm. 20 industry sectors uh, mm-hmm. in the institute across those companies
0: yeah. um, so,
1: so we're, we're young but but yeah. uh growing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: so of your membership of the 38 that you have yeah. now what is their responsibility to the to the institute? Like, what are you looking for yeah, by way of the, the ideal profile that you right. want to be part of it? Well, we're
1: certainly looking for organizations that are mature and, and better than the average organization mm-hmm. in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really, at the end of the day, want organizations who have something to put on the table for other members to gain from yeah. and something to take off the table. Right? Yeah. We want organizations who will use what they learn mm-hmm. to mature on their own journey and get better. Mm-hmm. It's all in the service of the NFC ultimate mm-hmm. vision of eliminating preventable death. Sure. And so yep. we, we hope that organizations that join our, um, our group will really be um, ones who will roll up their sleeves mm-hmm. and get down to the problem-solving that we need to do to, mm-hmm. to help even those who are at the highest end of the maturity curve take mm-hmm. that higher-hanging fruit. Yeah.
0: So are you actively recruiting for members at,
1: at, the, at the Congress? Uh, well, it, it kind of comes to us in some yeah, ways. It's a okay. little bit self-selecting. Yeah, so we, what, what we do here is really, this is a, the biggest forum we have to share all the learning that we're generating. Mm-hmm. So we do research papers about twice to three times a year, okay. webinars, um, benchmarking uh, mm-hmm. sorts of events. We come here to share what our members are doing and learning so mm-hmm. that others can kind of pick up on it and hopefully take something home. Yeah. Um, by virtue of doing that, which is in service of the mission, we find organizations who come up to us and say, mm-hmm. this sounds really interesting, mm-hmm. I'd really like to get to be a part of this. Yeah. Uh, and then they get involved in the application process that we have to become a member. So we actually bet every member coming in, you can't just sign up and join. Right. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. We do do some, you know, sort of soft recruiting, I guess. We, yeah. we look for organizations who we maybe don't have representation from. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't have types, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we don't have um, a whole lot of representation in say pharmaceuticals or retail. So we're definitely on the hunt for organizations yeah. out there who are interested Good and, to and know who are mature. Yeah, right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so at the at the Congress and on the expo floor, you mm-hmm. have a a whole display, an experience, really, yeah. on visual literacy. That's right. I went through it yesterday. It was such an interesting concept that I Mm -hmm. it just made so much sense in my mind can you explain to our audience what what is visual literacy sure. in the confines of, of the Campbell Institute, and what have you discovered? Yeah,
1: well, so I'll, I'll kind of go back to a few years ago. Sure. Uh, we were uh, at the end of one of our events that we do every year called the Campbell Institute Symposium. It happens mm-hmm. every February. Okay. Um, we were sitting around the fire pit in the hotel at the end of the event. Um, Where all with, the good ideas Exactly, so. yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. and the bad ones, too. But, uh, <laughs> this happened to be a good one. So mm-hmm. we, were, we were sitting around talking to our, our chair at the time of the Institute, Doug Consler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was VP of EHS uh, at Owens Corning. Uh, mm-hmm. one of our member companies, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, I've got a bit of a weird idea. Mm-hmm. And then we all kind of said, okay, Doug, we've, we've been there before. Uh-huh. Uh, and he said, you know, we're working with this art museum in, in Toledo, um, you know, <laughs> where you wouldn't think there might be a great art museum, but mm-hmm. in fact there's an art museum that's on par with the Met. Um, you know, so okay. it's fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic uh-huh. facility. Um, and he said, you know, we're, we're starting to look at how some of the things they're doing might interact with hazard recognition or incident investigation. And
0: you're all like, and, and I
1: said, well, okay, what? so explain. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he, so he, he points to sort of a mug that's sitting on the table and says, you know, your brain is looking at that and you're registering maybe 10% of what's actually there, mm-hmm. right? You, mm-hmm. You're, you've seen so many coffee mugs before. That you glance at it and you say that's a mall, yeah. but if you turn back around and say, "What did it look like? What color was it? What shape was it?" You probably don't remember. You, Your brain yeah. just says coffee mug. Right. Um, so you know you jump from that to say, "Okay, there's actually a science and and a and a, and a structure behind how we see and how we learn to train our brain mm-hmm. to see better." Mm-hmm. Um, there's this is something the art world has been doing for thousands of years, and it's yeah. the it's really the the primary skill set of art historians and the people who work in that space. Mm-hmm. Well, seeing things in the context of safety mm-hmm. uh, is also pretty darn important, mm-hmm. and we've, we've seen studies that say you know, potentially up to a quarter of all um, all incidents within an organization might have some sort of visual acuity issue yeah. that, that caused them to happen. Um, so. We took that seed idea that we were kind of discussing around the fire pit mm-hmm. and said, let's let's see if maybe we can fit this into an event we're gonna do okay. and, and get those folks out here and talk about why this is important. Mm-hmm. And as we did that and saw the the idea for the first time and mm-hmm. really really lived through it, we mm-hmm. said, okay, this is this is interesting. This has something that we should go after. And we actually devoted um, some research space to going in and saying, you know, is anyone else doing this? What does this look like? Let's tease yeah. out the concept. Mm-hmm. So our angle in this has been, you know, we're 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 looking at this from a research perspective. We think this is potentially valuable practice to bring to people. Mm-hmm. So let's let's push that out. Mm-hmm. And we're now involved in a, in a, a multi-year research study uh, where our members are going out and piloting uh, visual literacy implementation in their mm-hmm. facilities and mm-hmm. seeing you know what does that look like, what is the efficacy of this approach. Mm-hmm. So Cummins, Owen, Owens-Corning and some okay. others mm-hmm. are doing these studies and we're right alongside them saying what's yeah. actually happening in the field and how can others benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So and how that, that's, yeah, that's a bit about how it came to be and it's one of those... Great ideas that, as you said, until you see it, you, you know, you kind of wonder, how could no one have ever thought of this before? Yeah. It's so immediately obvious once you've gone through it. Yeah, But it just takes that leap of faith.
0: Right, and yeah. so for, for our audience, we don't have the visuals to right. be able to share with them yeah. right here. Do you have some of that on your website, yes, a we little do. bit of that? Absolutely. Okay. If
1: you go to thecampbellinstitute.org slash research, okay. you'll actually find both of our visual literacy papers. Mm-hmm. And you can download those to free. Uh, yeah. You can also go to COVE's website. So COVE is actually the part of it, so the Toledo Museum of Art. Um, that's that's known as the Center of Visual Expertise. Mm-hmm. That is our direct partner in mm-hmm. bringing this to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so their website is covectr.com. Okay. You can go there and get a whole ton of resources. To Thank offer. you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. it's hard to it's hard to draw a picture on it, but what what struck me, and so you're you're taking on this experience where you're looking at art mm-hmm. and you're invited to look at. Was it lines, shapes, mm-hmm. and
1: color, color. Uh, texture, space? There's all sorts yeah. of these elements of art. And
0: right? so you're, you're looking at this art and you're seeing it, and then you turn and you look at an industrial setting mm-hmm. and at, you ask your brain to That's identify right. lines and right. shapes and sizes and right. textures. Right. And then it becomes
1: apparent what's missing right? It gives or you a, what's there. Exactly. It gives you a framework by which yeah. you can just quickly, all of a sudden you're seeing all these yeah. things, analyzing them and understanding them in a way mm-hmm. you wouldn't have been able to five minutes before.
0: I just think it's so, you know, people ask all the time, how can I teach hazard recognition mm-hmm. skills? How can I learn hazard right. recognition right. skills? And I've been in my field of practice for 23 years, spent 10 years with OSHA where, you know, you walk into a facility right. and my eye has to figure out Absolutely. how I'm going to move through the facility, mm-hmm. how am I going to try to see everything, right. And I thought, gosh, if I would have had right. that, I would have been so much more efficient <laughs> right. than deciding, okay, yep. I'm going to do perimeter here, I'm going to go right. here, and I'm exactly. going to look for this, and, yep. you know, in this space. Yeah. And it takes the, um, you don't have to have the, the professional acuity of your eye of knowing the regulations. That's right. If you just know what to see, what's missing, or what's That's there. That's right. And both, certainly both aspects of that are helpful.
1: Yeah. You, you necessarily, you won't, you know, necessarily go in with no training and be able to see right. everything. Yeah. Um, but it certainly gives you a leg up. And, um, mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is it also applies really well to how you describe things. So if you do the back-to-back drawing exercise mm-hmm. that, that Cove does, mm-hmm. um, after you go through that, you, you uh, so to describe it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, one person is sitting there with a pen and paper with their back to someone else. That person is describing an object that they can't see. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other person's just drawing whatever they hear and mm-hmm. kind of trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. Well, you go through that and after you do it a few times, you realize... I've gotten a lot better at both describing something mm-hmm. and being able to to draw it in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if you apply that to the next time I look at an incident report or uh, write a JSA or yeah. go out there and do something, my language skills, my descriptive skills, just got mm-hmm. a lot better, even on the back mm-hmm. of ten minutes of, of mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so organizations are seeing that when they look at the data that they're collecting and they look at the qualitative side of their incident reports, they're seeing all these, you know, these language pieces that they've never seen before yeah. that are a common currency for people to use to describe something. And they're measurable. Right. It gives them yeah. so much more uh, validity, so much more ability to actu- accurately describe the mm-hmm. cause. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's a fantastic mm-hmm. tool there. And it takes
0: a lot of the um, they didn't do X right. out of the equation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. then,
1: and then if you even extrapolate it further and you mm-hmm. think about when you're doing incident investigation, one of the other exercises that, that COVID has done is um, taking a piece of art, for instance, and giving everyone a little piece of that puzzle Mm -hmm. and then asking them to to describe what they think they see. Mm -hmm. And then as you bring those pieces together, you start to see a clear Mm -hmm. picture. Mm -hmm. Well, an incident investigation, very often, the first person to look at the investigation is going to have a point of view on what happened. And they're going to maybe make some assumptions that, you know, become... The, the story about what happened yeah, based that, on their own event. based right. on their
0: own experience exactly mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it,
1: it really helps you be patient in an mm-hmm. incident investigation and teaches some of those skills that mm-hmm. are necessary to really get to systemic root cause yeah. so just fascinating how it is you know something that an art museum has been doing for thousands of years yeah you know translates so directly to mm-hmm. a, to an industrial application mm-hmm. um, and it's just um, again you need to take a little bit of a leap of faith but I think once it's, you've done, it's done so that fits. yeah it, yeah it was
0: yeah. just amazing absolutely so have you heard from the people who are working in that experience the this week, yes. um, what, yeah. Like, yeah, like what yeah. are people saying who are experiencing it? Yeah, we've,
1: we've heard so many great things. Uh-huh. So, they are, you know, I think there's a, a skepticism going in mm-hmm. and then immediately coming out saying we need to do something with yes. this, right? And the great thing is, is there's actually a tangible, you know, applied action you can go and do mm-hmm. right after. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've been hearing so much great uh, mm-hmm. feedback. I, I think the early numbers, and, and you know, I'm not sure if I should be quoted on this yet, yeah. but but there's been more, um, more folks through the NSC Resource Center this year. Um, in just on Monday yeah. than there was in the entire year last year. So oh, so that the, yeah. the experience of seeing that has really yeah. had some great That's benefit awesome. in giving people something yeah. to come and, and yeah. do while they're at the mm-hmm. Congress of Expo on the floor mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and something to mm-hmm. engage in.
0: Yeah. Is, is part of visual literacy, has the group at all looked at how it can transfer um, between languages and where there's language barriers mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, Are you absolutely. seeing some benefit to that?
1: Yeah, we, we've been doing it. Um, there's a few different language that they've, languages they've been working in and mm-hmm. Spanish is being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think what they found is um, that you're teaching a methodology and a framework. Yeah. And although the words may be different, Mm -hmm. um, the the idea crosses languages. uh, It crosses cultures to some degree.
0: Yeah, it seems Um, agnostic in a way just by if you learn the practice.
1: Right. And we've actually even talked about that from the perspective of what about for folks who may have colorblindness or visual Mm -hmm. impairment? Um, you know, there's still differentiation there and it still works regardless. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's the beauty of mm-hmm. it is it's, it's very much something that you you don't need to, to do anything to sand off the edges. It's, it's, it fits yeah. just about any purpose. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a one of those concepts. I'm really glad we were yeah. in the kind of the right place at the right time to mm-hmm. bring mm-hmm. Uh, to the table. And, uh, you know, I, I see more and more of this coming up in the next five years or so. As yeah. people get more embedded in the technology side, yeah, it's it's really important to remember that, that those human skills that we mm-hmm. have, you know, seeing and feeling and mm-hmm. sensing, are still just as important. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives all of all you know mm-hmm. safety professionals out there, yeah. you know, a, a bit of confidence that you know we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yes. Right? this is this is something that really speaks to human value and the human experience. Yeah, so,
0: right. Yeah. I can see safety professionals once they learn the method yeah. to be able to teach their supervisors, their managers, Absolutely. their safety committees to you know uh, arm more eyes right to see
1: more and you don't need to do too much i mean these are tools that fit into your existing toolbox yeah you know you you bring in two minutes minutes. right you Mm -hmm. bring two or five minutes into into your daily huddle in Mm -hmm. the morning or you do it as a refresher training yeah and the other thing is it's fun i mean it's engaging it's Uh interactive and there's not a whole lot of safety training out there that I think everyone would say, yeah, we think that's fine. <laughs> yes. So that's, a, that's that another, yeah. yeah, there's a morale uh-huh. component there as well. Uh-huh. So it's just, uh-huh. yeah, fantastic.
0: Oh, that's so great. Yeah. That's so great. Thank and you as, for...
1: as, a, as a recovering Lou arts student, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really happy to see, <laughs> you know, the value of art to... and the value of the soft sciences mm-hmm. and skills really mm-hmm. uh, come to the fore.
0: To pull it together. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So um, what else is happening here at the expo for for the for the Campbell Institute yeah so
1: well we have, we have a presence in the the broader NSC booth as well okay. so you know as we as usual we, we bring many of our services and products to the table for the um, for the NSC Resource Center okay um, but our bigger um, involvement is probably through the educational sessions and technical sessions that mm-hmm. we do. Um, in the convention center and the hotels surrounding. Mm-hmm. Um, so just yesterday, we ran uh, two major events, our executive forum and summit, okay. which focused on one of them was Industry 4.0, the other was Leadership in Transition. So mm-hmm. kind of covering the gamut mm-hmm. of, of different topics. Mm-hmm. And today, we're doing two workshops that are digging into the technology side as well. Um, so we do a lot on the educational, you know, pushing our research and knowledge from our members sure. uh, down to the to the audience here. Yeah, an
0: application of 21st century technology practices exactly. and how do we how do we blend it into safety? Exactly, which has future. been a, it's it's yeah. a challenge. Yeah,
1: it, yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. And So many organizations are kind of wondering, you know, if I go and invest in this, how do I know it's going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, who's been there and done it and were the early adopters? You know, they need, we need those case studies and those examples to show the yeah. the, the efficacy of these efforts because it's a it's a big leap as well. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and then
0: teach safety professionals to sell it to their organizations. That's right. That's and, part
1: of it too. And you need to not get distracted by the shiny object. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much out there. Yeah. Having a strategy for mm-hmm. digitization and, the, and technology mm-hmm. is so, so important. And organizations are just kind of starting to come to terms with that. Yes. Um, um, and for EHS, if we get, you know, in safety, if we get, um, if we don't get a seat at the table now, it's operations and engineers who are going to drive yeah, that, and we're right. going to need to plug in after, and mm-hmm. that's a whole lot tougher than being there. It, it, yeah.
0: So, yeah. It's so important to yeah. learn how to how to ask for that seat at the table yeah, absolutely. and be part of it. Absolutely. And be part of it. Well, and visual literacy, yeah. definitely transferable to yeah. all of those areas yep. for people to join in mm-hmm. on. Thank you so much you. for talking, talking with us and sharing yeah. your story today Glad about to visual literacy and the Campbell Institute yeah. and the resources too. Yeah. yeah thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Sure. Thank you everyone for joining in this special edition of the Accidental Safety Pro podcast. If you'd like to follow the podcast, you can find us in any podcast player of your choosing. If you'd like to send us an email, you certainly can do that at social at vividlearningsystems.com. Thank you for the work that you do to send your employees home safely every day. And uh, thanks for joining. Until next time.